The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process? Do you respect the process? Welcome in to another edition of processing the process i am one of two hosts brian finch and the other part of processing the process is ryan holt bailey ryan how are you i'm great i'm good it was a beautiful day in central texas today wow okay like 70 degrees today it was freaking awesome i'm jealous how Uh, was it up there uh (laughs) Uh, I think uh, it got up to a, a whopping 27 degrees today, 27 or 28. Is that big storm hitting you guys? Uh, no, not to nor'easter. That's happening right now, no. Yeah, okay. That's going to skip us. We are getting – we got some snow, a couple of inches, but nothing. You know, it's Buffalo. Because I'm be I'm be taking that commute here soon, so. Right. Uh, heads up, Monday uh, is going to be a high of 10. <laughs> Yeah, I'll fit right in. Okay. I don't think my blood has thinned out that much yet from being down here. So, yeah. Well, you got all the Buffalo beers to warm me up. Yeah, right. Thank goodness. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, something you uh, a little different than the last few episodes. We have kind of breaking news. Uh, last week and last weekend was the Senior Bowl practices and the Senior Bowl game. And... We got some better looks, better analysis, better hands-on, eyes-on these prospects. And I think uh, I can pat myself on the back for one. Michael Carter looked legit. And, yep. You got you got one that you can pat yourself on the back for? Uh, Carlos Basham, Mike Forrest, looked good. Yep, sure did. Um. Chas Surratt isn't on the list that we're looking at, but he is he? No, yeah. Am I tripping? Anyways, forget that. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know if he's on this article that we're looking at, but I I do know that he was a popular name. Oh, and of course, I mean we've been talking about. Um, hold on, let me look up his name. Uh, Quinn Miners from Wisconsin Whitewater. The whole year, we we knew about him. We were the first ones to talk about him. Yeah. And, and and how he likes to flaunt that belly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just watching these highlights. I'm like, who's the dude in the crop the crop top? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a division three guy. Yeah, Wisconsin Whitewater. They've actually had a couple of guys um, right go to the pros. So going to be the next uh, the dude from uh, Hobart went to the Bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's that dude's name? Wh- whatever. But uh, yeah, there's always these small school offensive linemen that come out of nowhere, and they're just like these pissed off like maulers that'll just like get get a hold of you and then you're like screwed yeah uh there were there's some fringe guys um on the outside of the top 10 at their positions who did not help themselves this week so much one being trey smith the offensive yeah. lineman for tennessee that's unfortunate 
it's a guy that I know for sure when we previewed the SEC, that's a name that we talked about. And he didn't have a great campaign this year, and it looks like when he had his chance to show up for the uh, NFL scouts this week or last week in Mobile, he did not do it. And, right. Uh, yeah, kind of the same situation for uh, Jamie Newman in a super tight, like really talented quarterback class. He needed to come out and have a really, really big time, uh, some big performances in these uh, stretches of practice, and he just did not do that. Like they're saying, he he's he's got the the strong arm, the big arm, but there was a couple instances where he had, I think, one practice he had back to back interceptions. He had a really bad one in the end zone. Um, it was Richie Grant. Richie Grant had a big uh, end zone interception. I guess he stared down the receiver the whole way. So mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Newman did not do himself any flavor uh, flavors favors. <laughs> yeah, his his flavor is sour at the moment. Yeah, it's not, it's not too surprising though. Being quarter um, the quarterback, it's you don't know any of these players, right? Right. You, That's you true. not only don't know any of these players, but you did not play football with any team for the last how many months? You know what I mean? He he opted out. Right. So to to just you know try and get your back yourself back into it. You know you know what I would say though. I give him credit for doing it because he had absolutely no reason to do it. Like he didn't have to do it. I think he probably still will get drafted in the same spot regardless. I don't think the senior bowl would have bumped him up too much. And I don't think it would have dropped him down too much. I think it would have been more or less. He's looking at day three. He's a day three guy. Yeah. With upside. That's With huge upside. upside. Huge upside. Um, a guy that I know that our boy Max turned us on to uh, the edge. <laughs> Patrick Jones. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Jones. Just, uh, I don't know what it was. I didn't hear his name at all on Twitter. It's just, this this article they're talking about him, and that is they didn't so, like his balance. They're saying that he finished with the lowest win rate of any off of of any defensive lineman in practice at eleven percent. That's from Mike Renner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that's not not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I mean playing in the SEC, the ACC that's not below average you know competition so i mean either way if you're if you have 18 sacks in two years i mean that's that's a big that's a that's a big number you know what i mean so regardless of the division or 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 conference he played in so yeah i think with a good week of practice um he could have bumped his stock from day three to day two but now he just stays where he probably should be drafted which is somewhere in the fifth round and just hope for a good pro day sure Probably not too much room to move for him. Not too much room for any of these guys, really, that go to the Senior Bowl to move. Um, it's it's more or less for those guys like um, Quinn um, Mirnes. It's for those guys that come from the, the very, you know, poor competition to go and show out. And and when you do, I mean, it's and dominate. huge. Yeah. He's, he definitely he just put himself in consideration for somewhere in the third round, probably. And dude, I I got a shout out Najee Harris, dude. What a kiss ass man. He he didn't have to go there. No. He didn't have to show. The fact that he had pads on at this practice is yeah. like, dude, like what are you doing? Yeah. And like, dude, that's just a football guy. He mm-hmm. he just wants to play. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't give he, he doesn't care what it is. He yeah. just wants to play. So shout out Najee Harris. Um, that probably won a few hearts for sure. If 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 his play didn't already. Yeah. 
Uh, he just he's I love his his demeanor and his interactions with the media and stuff like that. Like after after the uh, the championship, he's doing interviews and in Zoom. And I remember somebody saying along the lines of, well, your offensive line made it real easy for you out there. He goes, easy. Do you see me out there? They are killing me. Yeah, right. Uh, Man, he's going to look good in black and yellow. Uh, uh, this is one I'm very happy to see. It's actually a continual climb for him all year. Amari Rogers for Clemson. Yeah. He just keeps the next, the next challenge. It seems that he just keeps getting better and better. It's like beginning of the year, slow start. You know, Trevor's missing a couple of games. He helps out the the freshman quarterback. You know, he was a very reliable uh, wide receiver for him that game against Notre Dame. Okay, so then the next step. All right, well, what's the next step? Well, we're playing in the college football playoffs. You know, we're playing against Ohio State. Not a great defense, but not a horrible defense. He tore up those Ohio State cornerbacks. God bless you. Yeah, oh, man, you I muted mean, yourself. I just ruined it. Yeah. You, you were. I gotta that's look. A pro for the that's a pro stuff. move. Well, I see you. You, you, you wind up. You got a. Ryan's got a big wind up when he goes to sneeze. It's a big guy, big sneeze. So. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But yeah, I mean, Amari Rogers, man. He's like, he was the next Hunter Renfro. I feel like Amari Rogers has been there forever. But yeah, I mean, I mean, coming off a huge year, seventy-seven catches, thousand yards. I mean, he's a day two guy now. No, I mean, yeah, he was probably a fringe day two, day three guy, and I think he cemented himself into day two as like a serious like slot receiver so Mm -hmm. he's very versatile he's very versatile he probably doesn't have the top end speed that you would really like it'll be interesting to see what he runs at his pro day um but just get off the line he's so good at it already right yeah senior bowl was a good time uh it's fun it's fun to follow along twitter's perfect for it yes i was i was going to attempt to send out all the measurements as they were coming in, but the the guys for the the senior bowl are so fast. There's it's like five of them popping up like every like two seconds and like uh, dude, yeah. The up. senior bowl does a really good job of keeping people like even like with all the guys' measurements, like they were on that. Like as soon as it as soon as they got measured, like everyone was like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so shout out to Jim Nagy for for getting that done for everybody. Yeah, um, yeah, that was awesome. It's it's better than it's ever been, and it keeps getting better every year. It seems like, and it was awesome that uh, Flores got drowned in the Reese's at the end of the game. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I'm what a to, dream! Who's the wide receiver who measurements put him his wingspan at like almost like eighty inches or something, like seventy eight inch wings? Oh, is that the guy? Is that the guy I sent to you on Twitter? I think so. Yeah. That's the only the only one I couldn't um, like, bring to mind. No, um, I sent you the offensive lineman from Mississippi State, Greg Island. Um, had an eighty-eight and three-quarter inch wingspan. <laughs> That's insane. At six foot seven, three hundred and thirty-five pounds, thirty-seven inch arms. <laughs> That's kind of lean, though, for six seven, three thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I just at six seven. I don't know. Like, your metabolism has to be just insane, dude. Eighty eight inch arms. It's mm-hmm. a mutant. Mutant. Maybe I sent this guy to you. Where did it go? Nah, it's gone. Nah, whatever. Yep, whatever. Okay. Freak athletes everywhere. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, uh, and breaking news: NCAA football is coming back. Oh yeah. Shout out. But then you you ruined it a little bit for me. Not that it's your fault, but you're. Yeah, like, oh, it's going to be next gen consoles, and they said it's not going to be right for like another two, three years. So. Which is fine. That's worth the wait. Maybe by that so time I actually have. By a- that time, you know, you don't have to, you know, buy an Xbox One from a secondhand seller for two thousand dollars. Or Xbox One, the Xbox X and a PS5. That's what the Xbox is called? I didn't even know. I I believe Xbox Series X, I want to say, is the newest one. Yeah. I'm a PlayStation guy through and through. Yeah, I was eyeing the PlayStation, I think. Yeah. It's pricey. It's very expensive, yeah. Speaking of pricey. Good transition. No, it's not because I don't even know where I'm going with that. Uh, Today, we are talking about the fifth and sixth spots in the draft. So that means we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles. Ryan, those two cities are known for uh, specific foods. Cincinnati being the skyline Philly. Uh, chili and Philadelphia known for Philly cheesesteaks. If you had to pick one for the rest of your life, which one are you picking? Oh, cheesesteaks, 100%. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would pick cheesesteaks. I mean, I don't really need the chili. Uh, luckily, my girlfriend makes a wicked good chili. Shout out to Peyton. She does the Texas Me podcast. She makes a really good chili. So um, um, I'm good on that Cincinnati stuff. Yeah. Does So does Texas chili mean no beans? Dude, see, that's like the big debate out here. A lot of people try to like act tough, like, oh, no, no beans. But nah, I mean, I'm a beans in my chili guy. Yeah. I think it's essential. Add, add all I sorts mean, of crap. I mean, if, if you're doing like chili on like like a like a bird like a hot dog or something like okay, I can see like not wanting beans on there, but right. but no, I'm I'm a beans in my chili kind of guy. So okay, yeah, I think I I do the same. Uh, um, <laughs> I was in Philadelphia a couple of summers ago, but we did not get any Philly cheesesteaks. We were there for right. a concert and we just didn't want to run around that much. So, but every, that's why I everyone mean, asks, "Hey, what was the cheesesteaks like?" I'm like, I don't know, I didn't have it. I mean, growing up in Buffalo, though, like, Buffalo's kind of like a big sub place. I don't know, like, down here, there's not, like, subs. Like, they have subs, but they're not, like, sub. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, you go like, outside up, of Buffalo, dude, there's no such thing as a chicken finger sub. Chicken finger sub, yeah, and, like, a stinger sub. Like, like they don't know what that is. No. And, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I miss about that is, is uh, the, the Buffalo food. Mm-hmm. But we got good barbecue down here, so that kind of – it balances it out. That, that balances out for sure. For sure. If if not, just hands you the win. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I might rather have that. Uh. Okay. So enough food talk. Uh, I'm hungry again. Never so, enough food talk. Now I'm hungry for more football talk. The Cincinnati. Okay. Bengals. No. 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 That wasn't a good. One. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh. I couldn't think of a good transition. It the ultimate dad joke right there. That was a. <laughs> The Cincinnati Bengals cap situation. That's the first thing we got to look at. Uh, they are sitting at $147,805,422. I, last night, while we were recording the two-point conversation Tuesday show, this is coming out on Wednesday, so go check out our Tuesday show. We broke down the AFC East, did a little two-a-film thing. Uh, it's pretty much we what we do on this show, but a lot more in-depth, so definitely go check that out. Yeah. So, the, the estimated pro football talk came out with the estimated cap, one hundred and seventy-five million. 
that's the least amount that they're projecting right now. Mm-hmm. They were hoping for $180 million. So that $5 million difference, while it's not a lot normally, that averages out to like a starting offensive lineman. You're, you're not able to sign a, a starting offensive lineman now potentially because of a $5 million difference. Yeah. They're not in trouble because of the $30 million. They're in trouble because their team is that bad. They just don't have anyone worth signing, worth worrying about extending right now. There's not even anyone so bad that, like, the worst contract that they have on their team right now is Trey Wings. Oh. Right. He's not great, but I don't see him getting cut. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not great, but he's not bad enough to cut you know what i mean like trey waynes isn't like a bottom of the barrel corner i mean he's he's a number two corner yes maybe even a fringe three guy but um is cordy glenn still a bangle i don't think so Okay, thank goodness. I don't know if he medically can play. I think he's got some back issues. Remember when the remember when the Bills got a first round pick for Cordy Glenn? Well, swapped swapped spots. Yeah, it's still, it was still worth it. It was absolutely it was, worth it, was, it. It was a great trade. <laughs> Brandon Bean. Down, okay, sorry. Like, Damn, that's that's brilliant. <laughs> uh, Enough Bills talk. Okay, okay. T- Ten seconds of Bills talk every every episode. That's it. Yeah, and one go Bills at the end. Uh, so the cap implications for cutting a guy like Trey Waynes is you save five million and change, but they're like you know, they got like twenty million dollars almost to spare. They're almost thirty million dollars to spare. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're cutting too many people. That at least not the big. They can't. Guys. They can't. No. They can't. Uh, so they're so top what you... earners. That's what. Let me just cover the top earners. We're okay. gonna keep going. I won't talk about cutting them. Geno Atkins, DJ Reader, Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Bobby Hart, right tackle. Bobby Hart is making six million and change. Good nut. Who? Yeah, it's <laughs> Trey, Trey Hopkins at center. I know him. Uh, six million and change. So yeah, jeez, oh, wow. CJ Uzma, Uzoma is making six million dollars. Yes. yes, he's making some good money, dude. Yeah, good dude, for he, him. He's robbing the Bengals. <laughs> He's Dude, he was like a hot, he's like a hot fa- like fantasy guy for like a couple of weeks. I remember that. Dude, CJ Uzama, Joe Burrow, t- rookie quarterback, tight end's best friend. Dude, here it comes. And yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. not yeah. good, not good. Um, so yeah, cap, not a problem. Uh, draft pick wise, also, not a problem. They they got this, I think, this year. Yeah. Um, if I'm the Bengals. Um, I'm calling Joe Burrow, like, hey, you want to come in the draft room and help us pick? And he's like, yeah, that one kid out of Oregon or that guy from Northwestern would be pretty cool right here. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Offensive tackle is definitely the first thought, and it's the most reasonable because we could honestly see, you know, Jaguars, uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Jets, Let's just say Zach. That's our wild card. Um, and then the Dolphins, they're also a pretty big wild card. Yeah. 
I don't see them taking the quarterback. Uh, I could see them taking Penny Sewell, though. So that'll be the right. first domino to drop for Bengals that affect what their strategy probably is, probably where their, their draft is headed. And um, then the team right before them is Atlanta. And sure, let's say for some reason either Miami doesn't own the pick or they have um, you know, decided that they do want to draft a quarterback for some weird reason or something, or just draft the best wide receiver. I could see the Falcons taking a tackle. So, Ryan, I want you to pitch me worst-case scenario. Okay. Um, so, we'll we'll start at two. Trevor Lawrence is a lock. Yeah. For, for, for the draft? Yeah. Okay. So, Jets stick with Sam Darnold. Nobody pays up to move up to two. They're like, okay, um, other than Mackay Becton, we're kind of screwed. So let's go with Penai Sewell here. Um, so Trevor Lawrence, Penai Sewell. And then Dolphins are like, hey, listen, two is still our guy. Uh, Rashawn Slater had a killer pro day. Dude ran a 4-3-40 at 300 pounds. We got to put him. We got to get him. So he goes to three. And then that leaves like, uh, oh, and then let's say the Falcons just, you want realistic first case, like worst case scenario? Yeah, not not okay. just like <laughs> Okay, but okay, no, okay, okay, okay. So yes, Trevor Lawrence. I I really truly do think the Jets could either go a quarterback tackle or wide receiver. So let's say for worst case scenario they do take Panay Sewell. Um Rashawn Slater really he is getting a lot of buzz. He really truly is. Um I saw Matt Miller has him as his number three prospect. Um that's a guy I trust. So He's kind. Of, he's he's in depth with the league. He knows his guys. So Rashawn Slater was his number three guy. So I don't think that's out of question at number three for the Dolphins. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And then Falcons are kind of just at that point. Like it it can't really get worse. I don't like. I think offensive tackle Sewell or Slater needs to be that pick there. And then I guess a consolation prize would be Jamar Chase. Yeah. which isn't a bad consolation prize, but that offensive line is it, it, you need like you need to fix that offensive line. Yeah, Joe Burrow is is like this was like your franchise guy. You know, like Joe Burrow was your pick as soon as you as soon as that last game ended last year. So you need to protect him. Okay. So that it, it all makes sense, and I agree a hundred percent. That is where they will be focused. That's and and if all that happens, I'm sure they are more than willing to take a very talented wide receiver. So let's look at free agency now, because in comparison to what they might do there at pick five, uh, here's what they could be looking at to help mitigate the need for maybe a wide receiver. Okay. What about? Um, can we do tackle real quick? Do, you like, want to do all? Because um, I feel like angles? so. Like I th- I think a big one this year not to keep going back to the Bills, is going to be Daryl Williams. Yeah. If Daryl Williams doesn't re-sign, he had a really, really good year with Buffalo this year. If he doesn't re-sign, he's going to be one of the top tackles. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's going to be a right tackle more than likely because that's kind of that's, – that's, that's what he plays. So yeah. Daryl Williams is going to be a, a big-time name, and, and I don't know if they want to move Jonah Williams over to the right side. I don't know. Jonah Williams no. is a first-round guy. So Daryl Williams really might be one of those names if, if he doesn't re-sign with Buffalo. Okay. Uh, left tackle wise, Trent Williams may not be retained. Could they afford to pay him? I don't think. Could Cincinnati? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. They could definitely pay him. Um, 
I want to keep looking at offensive skill. Because he had a great year. He did. Uh, Brandon Sheriff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, a six-year pro, you know, that'd be great to have that kind of knowledge. Also an ex-first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry. I like that it, a lot, actually. That tight end? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, dude, you got you got Uzama making there, man. <laughs> um, John Ross hasn't worked out, but maybe they would like a player like Will Fuller. Yeah. Allen Robinson? Yeah. And Kenny Galladay. Mm-hmm. Maybe Chris dude, Godwin. I- after that big trade, breaking news for those who don't know, Matt Stafford was traded to the Rams what? for two firsts. <laughs> for two firsts, Jared Goff and like a third or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Jared Goff is the Lions. So I don't see Kenny Galladay <laughs> resigning there unless they make him the highest paid receiver in NFL history. Yeah. So I think Kenny Galladay is going to be a free agent. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they've only got Tyler Boyd. And they've got T. Higgins. T. Higgins. So, though Tyler Boyd is a nice two. Actually, the I, I think he's one of the best twos in the league. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, and then you you um, T. Higgins. I don't he, think T. Higgins is going to be a one. I don't think he can be, can be a one, but he's a great four. You know, if you're always I think he's a good three. three. Sl- well, I'm, I, I always leave well, three okay to the, to the slot. slot. Yes, yeah. right. If you're thinking three wide receiver sets. But, yeah, I think you could do a lot worse than having T. Higgins being your four when you spread it out. And they do like to spread it out. That's one thing they did last year. They're trying to help the offensive line is try and sp- spread out the defenses so not so many guys were uh, coming at the bl- – having good blitz angles. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. We got uh, Taylor Auden Moulton. Tate. Are you interested in Auden Tate at all? <laughs> With yeah. the Bengals? Yeah. He was there before, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of just a red zone guy. Mm-hmm. No, not really. Big frame. Yeah. So, those are some options on the offensive side of the ball. And if they were to go defense, let's start. Let's go back to the draft. Oh, um, this is pretty offensive heavy. It is. Um, Micah Parsons. Would be a good one. Uh, Patrick Sertan. Maybe they want a little quitty pay action. Yeah. Caleb Farley. I th- I think a, a, a corner, uh, an edge rusher, and then probably a linebacker would be yeah. the top three on the defensive side. We didn't say Kyle Pitts, but we probably should have for offense. Sure. If they wanted to go offense. Kyle Pitts would be a great weapon for Joe Burrow to have. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So defense does sound like they would be reaching a little more, right? Positional value may not be yeah, lining up with on, the draft. On, on defense? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, unless they love Micah Parsons or like a quitty pay, yeah, I could see them paying. Uh, I mean, dude, we saw um, – oh, my God, what's his name? The edge rusher for Clemson got drafted to the Raiders. Cleveland Farrell. We saw Cleveland Farrell go four overall. You, I mean, you you have you, you never know. You That's know what true. I mean? So. That's very true. They could I mean, fall Ra- in love with him. Rashad Penny was a first round pick one time. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. Okay, well, so they they can't. Well, Collier. This, they can't get this wrong. They can't. They can't afford to get this wrong. No. So I think 
it, they will be able to draft the second best tackle. I am I would almost put money on it right now. I would almost just, bet that they're going to have their choice at Sewell or, or Slater. I, I really do. I agree. So that's a great option. Um, the defense is bad. It's tough. Almost, yeah, it's not great. The, I mean, the, with the two wide receivers and having Joe Mixon, you could find worse ways to start off, you know, another year with the Bengals. They've definitely, you know, of the year that Joe, you know, Burrow started, it was looking. What, what's AJ Green's cap hit? It's got to be like nothing, right? I will look it up right now. Let's go to Spot Rack. Show Spot Rack. I was just in your hometown. You're from OP. Um, yeah, where is he? AJ Green, where are you? I also hate ESPN depth chart. I know you talked about it before, but I hate it. They don't even have Joe Mixon on their depth chart. Uh, they don't have AJ Green on the roster for the Bengals. Oh. Okay, well, that works out. The wide receivers they have on spot rec are Boyd, Higgins, Tate, Morgan, Irwin, and somebody named Scotty Washington. Okay, okay, that's okay. Well, consider AJ Green good as gone. Yeah, he's gone. So, on on the edge for Mm -hmm. them, okay. Carl Lawson's a good player, he is a good player. They do need someone on that. They they need someone on Carl Lawson is not old. Isn't he like 20, 20, 25. twenty five? Oh wow. Who am I thinking of? Oh. Are you thinking of the uh the Mario or the Lawson for the Bills? Well Manny Lawson. Manny like, Lawson, is that you're thinking of? He'd be like thirty three right now. Probably. Yeah, he'd be like a fossil. And then uh Sam Hubbard's on the other side. Um two sacks for Sam Hubbard this year, not gonna cut it. Um yeah, so de- I, if those tackles do happen to be gone, I wouldn't hate a quitty pay right there for them. I really wouldn't. Yeah. But. I mean, if you don't take quitty pay for Edge, you're looking to uh, Joseph Asai. You're looking to uh, Rousseau. Rousseau. You're looking to Aziz Ojolari. Then Carlos Basham in the second and. Your boy Jalen Phillips. So, yeah, it, but that he's not high for me. So it's I have struggled to talk about him. I just don't. I don't know. He only played one year as a true starter, and he didn't even finish the year. So I have a real problem just going ahead and saying that yeah, he's worth taking with the first pick. I'd take the other guys because they've actually played. Right. It's like actually every down players. So. Quiddy Pay couldn't get on the field. What's that say? Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So they're in great shape. I mean, I think a lot of people will take a good dollar amount from them to go play there as free agents. And then obviously they have great choices at, at tackle and wide receiver. And yeah. heck, it. If, man, if they just Dude, I mean, and took Kyle Pitts, I would love it so much. I would say, you know what? Heck yeah. You, you can get a tackle or a guard or whatever 
coming up in the second round. You you will be able to take a guy there that's probably worth that. Dude, pick. Alex Leatherwood's going to drop. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan's going to fall. Dude, and I, I don't hate their secondary as much as other people do. No, Jesse they, Bates is a, is a fine player. Yeah. Um, William Jackson's not that bad. Von Bell is not terrible, but I mean, Mackenzie Alexander, that's a guy you got to, I mean, but yeah, other than that, like, they do have some pieces, and they have the most important position in, in football, and that they have Joe Burrow. So. Yeah, yeah. Not all is lost, Bengals fans. No. Good stuff coming your way. Uh, just, just to cover um, our bases, and then we'll move on to the Eagles. Our friends at Draft Network uh, are saying their top needs are wide receiver and offensive tackle, like we covered. Interior, offensive lineman is huge as well. Yeah, Uh, cornerback, like we've already kind of talked about, and edge and tight end. Mm -hmm. And then inside line, interior offensive lineman again. Interior is their top (laughs) is like top seven, like both both uh, (laughs) interior spots. Yeah. Well. There's some good ones. It's a it's a great lineman draft. We've been waiting for a, a lineman draft like this in years. Very tackle heavy. Not as much interior. There's there's some better interior guys in the mid rounds, but yeah. tackle's great. Yeah. One being Creed Humphrey that I hope ends up on the Bills. What? Sorry, I had to drop a little Bills. Okay, Philadelphia Eagles. You're not as bad as you played this year, right? They're really not. Uh, injuries are a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sorry, Texas just downing his bowl of water right now. He's just destroying it. It's okay. Okay, he's done now, finally. Um, <laughs> you good? Did he just fall over? No, he sh- shakes. And, like, he, like, I don't know what he does. He's a dog. Um, <laughs> eagle, uh, eagle, sorry. So, now this is a team that could use a receiver. Heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Rager was their first round guy mm-hmm. last year. Kind of injury prone. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 that's that's not fair. Uh, injury riddled rookie season, I'll say. Um, Elshon Jeffrey is 180 years old. Deshaun Jackson is 200 years old. I'll say Elshon Jeffrey is 180 years old with a 400 year old body. Yeah. yeah. The the fact that Elshon Jeffrey is still collecting a paycheck from the NFL just it, it absolutely boggles my mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and they got and they got like ex quarterbacks playing receiver for them. Like, can you like can you really blame Carson Wentz at this point? No. So, and then and then they have that on top of it. Who's gonna be their quarterback? Mm-hmm. So now the Bengals they should be or, or or the Eagles they 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 should be panicking. Yeah, wait until I tell you the cap hit. Yeah, oh, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is right. I hope the website's right. I didn't take time to add it all up. $258,457,828 in cap money right now allocated to Matt, players. Math checks out, Bri. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You're telling me that they're if it's if it's 175 million dollars. You're telling me that they're like 80 million dollars over. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who either. knows? 
Okay. Spot so rack is, 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 is usually pretty money. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So here's where we're at right now with cap hits with them. What, what is making it such a tough decision on what to do with Carson Wentz and overall the team. Carson Wentz is costing them $34 million in change this year. Fletcher Cox is costing them $23 million in change. Brandon Graham, who they had to bring back, which he was productive, but still his age and the money, he's making $17 million next year. $17 million for a player that's already in his 30s. What I, see, I want to know what that looks like after next season. That's got to be something I'll walk away from next season with uh, little with, with little dead cap. Probably. It has to be. I mean, even this year, they can cut him. No, it doesn't save him. It's I don't think I, I don't I don't I don't think they'll cut him. But how about this? Lane Johnson costs them cost them seventeen million dollars this year. He's a good player, so you're not going to. At least he got him. a year off, right? <laughs> <laughs> if if they uh, you know, wanted to cut Lane Johnson for some reason, that would cost them thirty nine million dollars. If they cut Lane Johnson, hey, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, call him. Yeah. <laughs> call that guy. <laughs> Uh, recent uh, drafted and signed cornerback Darius Slay, making $15 million and change. Worth it. Yep. Javon Hargrave, making $15 million and change. Uh, Brandon Brooks, the guard, making $14 million and change. One of and the then best here, in football. Here's, here's one that you could definitely see being moved because it saves them a decent chunk of change. Zach Ertz. Oh, yes, yeah. Zach Ertz I, is making twelve million four hundred seventy-one thousand, but his dead cap is only seven million seven hundred sixty-nine and change. Right, and if you saw his end of season presser, he just looked like a guy who looks like he played his last snap in Philly. Yeah, I mean, Dallas Goddard is is the guy now. He's younger. He's going to be cheaper for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably not even a couple years. Probably for a year or so, and then they're going to have to pay him because he's a stud player. And yeah, I I mean I. Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz, they were kind of so like intertwined. Like the relationship with Wentz was soured, and now it's probably going to, you know, work its way over to Ertz. So Ertz is going to be like a really interesting storyline this offseason because I don't think he's, I don't think he comes back with the Eagles. I don't think so either. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to be happy to hear this. Alshon Jeffrey, $6 million, 561500 right. That's a lot of money. If you tried yeah. to cut him, it's gonna cost you ten million dollars. Yeah, isn't that isn't that rough, dude? What a like, horrible contract! How did you even get yourself into that contract? Oh, Elshon, that at man. the end of his career, he's he's costing you ten million dollars because that's the way you got to look at it, right? When Elshon you used to be such a stud. To, he did. He and he played well and he earned it and he's got a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. So, kudos for all of that. But you know, you you don't get bonus points for sentimental crap. You just don't. No. Right. So to leave that much money at the end of a contract when he's already past his prime is just that's you know it's it's laughable and it's embarrassing all at the same time, and I don't know how they fix this team. I don't know how they fix this cap. It's gonna be tough, man. It's it's tough. That's why this was like one of the more like unappealing head coaching vacancies this year. Like, yeah. um. So let's 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 talk draft real quick. Okay. So their top three needs, according to the Draft Network, are wide receiver, corner, linebacker. 
which line up great with the prospects in this year's class. Um, but the one downfall is Philly fans are going to be pissed either way. It's Philly and Jets fans. They're going to be mad at whoever you draft. Okay. Um, I am friends with a couple of Eagles guys, you know, on Facebook, Twitter, stuff like that. And they're all pounding the table for Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith. That's who they want. If you take Sertan or if you take Micah Parsons, they're going to be pissed. Um, so I feel like it, it, it's split into three. You got the receiver guys, you got the corner guys, you got the linebacker guys. Who do you want? I think that you need to get a receiver. I am team receiver right now. Um, this is a hell of a crop here in the in, in, in the top ten. You're looking at Devonta Smith. You're looking at Jamar Chase. You're looking at Jalen Waddle. Like these are going to be superstar players. I think you need to add one of them to your team, especially if if you're going to go with Jalen Hurts moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a rookie quarterback, I'm, I will always say you need to surround that rookie quarterback with weapons to really like, so there's, so that way if that quarterback is bad with all those weapons around him, you know, it's the quarterback and not the weapons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, you need to, you like, they have to take a receiver. They have to. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Greg Ward story was cute. The, um, Oh Lord, what was his name from old dominion? Wow. Travis Fulgham was cute. Yeah. But dude, like there's a reason these guys were either switched switch positions or undrafted. Yep. You need a you need a superstar like Smith or Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. You need it. Well, just just bring some more juice to the locker room and on offense. Do something. So, I won't argue that those players, those wide receivers are some of my favorites in the draft. I will argue the fact that if you can get Patrick Sertain or you can get uh, Farley, the drop off after those guys, it right. starts fall. It starts falling pretty fast. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. Of the first three wide receivers, and obviously the 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 speed and athleticism of those three is outstanding. You could make do by waiting until the second round and drafting a wide receiver. No, you're right. Yeah, because you're going from Patrick Sertan to Caleb Farley down to, like, Eric Stokes, Sean Wade. Whereas in this one, you're going Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddell to Rashad Bateman. Sure. Rondell Moore. Yeah. Kadarius Toney. Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. So I don't Patrick Sertan or Caleb Farley would be nice next to Darius Slay, one of the better corners in the league. Yeah. Or you throw Micah Parsons back there. Yeah, he he might drop. We'll see what happens with these allegations that are still hanging over his head. Um, so I options, think the next one after that would be Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa, which I think are too high up for him. So sure, sure. Although you never know. You yeah, never know. You're right. Okay, so let's say they do this in free agency. Then maybe they're able to lure, although. Man, they can't pay any top dollar guys, can they? Probably not. No. That's what makes this real tricky. They they're right. gonna have to sign a whole bunch of later on in the season guys, like guys that you don't sign until May or June. That's what I'm thinking. Like a bunch of like Keelan Coles or something like that, or or like Chris Conley guys, you know, just like smaller name guys. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull out a name that I think is a guy that would clearly just wait out. On the side. Okay, here's one. 
Richard Sherman. I don't yeah. think he's going to command the money because of his age. And I think that he will want to try and play for a team that he feels one fits his needs or, or his skill set because he's such a smart dude. Um, but also one that can be pretty competitive. He's not just going to sign with anybody. Dude, I could see him signing like a two year, like 10, 12, $12 million deal or something like that. You know, making six, $5 million or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and that, that would be pretty good. Um, are there safeties any good? There's a lot of free agent safeties. Not really. Okay. Is anything good on the Eagles? I don't. Oh, here we go. Here's an interesting one. What happens with Corey Davis? While you're not answering number one wideout, right? With with picking up Corey Davis, you probably are getting a bargain. Yeah. Well, he... oh, by the way, their safeties are Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills. They, well, Jalen Mills is good, but so be able to upgrade over the other one. Carl Lawson is a free agent. Why is he on this list? Maybe he's a free agent. He's a 25 year old free agent. Yeah. He was drafted like the, I want to say the Shaq Lawson draft. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. (laughs) Antonio Brown. Yeah. Nope. I'm not no, this doesn't work. None of these guys work for them. None of them they can't they can't sign these guys. Yeah. I literally just went through the first like twenty names of guys that I'm like excited to talk about as free agent targets and it's like no, that's not it's not realistic. They have to build through the draft. And here's the worst part about that is they're still in win now mode. That's why they still they that's why they are supposedly keeping Carson Wentz. They're in right. win now mode and they're they're lacking so many important positions. Cornerback's important. Wide receiver's important. No doubt. Linebacker's important. These I don't know how it happened so fast. I don't even think I even realized it as the season was going on of what the next year was gonna look for them. Not great. No. And it's and, and now the Rams look like geniuses because while their cap situation's crap, at least they were able to, you know, upgrade at least the most important position. Yeah, I mean, we do think the Eagles have have their quarterback on that roster. We know that. It's either Wentz or Hurts. He's on that roster. We know that. Um, but, yeah, other than that, man, they and, and other than running back, yeah. I mean, their defensive line's pretty good. But, dude, other like, they just had so many injuries – that like that's just so hard to come back from. It's true. It's true. So new coach, new GM, new new start, new fresh year. Right. Seventeen percent so, of the cap Carson Wentz costs. The 17. biggest offseason question is uh-huh. who's 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 gonna be the quarterback. Right. So once you figure that out, maybe things will start clicking. So, who do you think they should run with? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. And yeah, I say... Give, a, give him one more year. I say... Well, capital implications aside, I say that 
it's better to cut ties with a guy who clearly shows he might be just he has no confidence and I don't know how you build it back up again. Right. I don't know if it's something sour with Doug Peterson or what, but I mean, can you cut that guy? I don't think you can cut him. Look at the cap hell they're in right now. No, no, you, you would have to, you'd have to trade them and the offset money. Right. You'd have to find somebody that has, you know, $30 million, $34 million to spend on a quarterback. That's going to be the hardest part. Okay. So let me try. I'll agree with you. How about that? I can't make a ginormous reason why Jalen Mayfield should start over Carson Wentz this year. But I, you know, going forward, you know, wouldn't completely surprise me if Jalen Hurts is able to play at a decent enough level. Yeah, no. I mean, I think he showed enough that he can play in this league. I mean, he adds a whole nother, like, dynamic to that offense that Carson Wentz just didn't have. Yeah. And I think that's why Doug, I think that's part of the reason why Doug Peterson made him the starter. Right. You know what I mean? Just to add something else, like trying like Jalen Hurts, he tried to have Jalen Hurts be that spark. So. Well, the good news about holding on to Carson Wentz is next year, uh, the difference in um, starting salary for next year is 31 million, but his dead cap is only 24 million. So you do have an option to get out next year. Yeah. So if that's something they're interested in doing. Um, it's a bummer that we couldn't, we can't pick any like free agents for them to go there because it's, you, just, you can't. Yeah, it's tough. You, yeah. Maybe but someday. Not. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I, I'm hoping someday that we'll, we'll, you know, have more time on our hands and we can dive into, you know, what, what are the, uh, what are the fourth and fifth best, uh, offensive lineman options in free agency. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know who those guys are. I don't yeah, know. No. I so. do know that that is enough for today. How are you good with that, Ryan? Yeah, that works for me. Okay. So Ryan is coming back to Buffalo and the next time we record we'll actually be in the same room again. Live live yeah. action. So and you know what else? We're a week away from the Super Bowl. Boom, bam. Tough. Yeah. But once the Super Bowl's over, full-blown draft. Go. Yeah. But you know what that means, Ryan? No. Not not a week away. Like, now we're a week. We're less than a week. But the Super Bowl's a Sunday. We yes. record on Monday. We right. can do a mock draft in studio together. Mock draft. And I think we should do battling mock drafts. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. That's what we're going to do. Yes. We will still cover team six. No, we did six. Today. Team seven and team eight in the draft. Who are they? I just closed. I, just, I literally just closed out the mock draft machine. Give me two seconds. Tell the people uh, where to go and what to, what to say. Well, people, with that said, and with that being said, uh, subscribe to the pod if you enjoyed it. Like, share, share with a friend. Uh, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, leave us a review, rating, anything. DM us, ask, ask us some stuff. Uh, recommend some stuff for the show. Uh, get involved, guys. Um, 
that's about it. Thank you for your time. Yeah. And next week it'll be the Lions and the Panthers, which are exciting because now we're finally starting to talk about more uh, rookie quarterbacks. Yes, we will be getting into some quarterback talk. Yeah, so that's cool. Yes. And uh, check us out on Two Point. Check us out over on Crafting and Drafting. And, yeah, do all the social media stuff. Sounds good. All right, Ryan. Can't wait to see you. Surprise you with some nice tasty beers. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. (laughs) Ooh, find me some of that froth, some some liquid lollipop, and I'll love you forever. I'll do it. Count on that. And you can count on us to be back next week for you processors. And until next time, keep on processing that process. Go Bills. Do you trust the process? Do you respect the process? Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.